0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Dads on the Rocks podcast. As always, I'm your host, Freddie Moss. Uh, this is episode 29 of the show uh, coming out, if you're listening to it, as soon as the show comes out, uh, mid-July. Um, I was, I'm going back to doing one show a month, coming out on the first of every month, but a good buddy of mine that I've known for a long time reached out to me said he was down with, with doing the show, and I will never say no to this man. Um, ladies and gentlemen, one of my really good friends, Mr. Joe Hernandez. Joe, say hi to everybody.
1: Hey, what's up?
0: What's up? What's going on? Uh, Joe, I think you've listened to the show, so you know that every episode we start with a toast. Um, but I want to know what you're drinking and your family life and all that stuff. But first, I get to say mine because I'm the host. And I do whatever I want. So, <laughs> tonight, I am drinking a Divine Barrel, um, a local brewery up here in North Carolina. Uh, it's a hazy IPA, and it is tasty. Joe, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're drinking tonight, but more importantly who you are, your family, and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, so, Joe Hernes. I'm 35. <laughs> I'm going to be 36 this year. Um, down here in Seabrain, Florida. Uh, married with uh, three boys. I got three little ones. I got a nine, six, three-year-old. But uh, me and Jen been together since high school. And uh, going on, uh, it's been a while. It's shoot, since 07. But, um, uh, Yeah, that's about it. Just chilling out here in the woods. Middle of nowhere.
0: (laughs) Now, what made you guys move up to Sebring? Because we went to high school together.
1: I'm drinking a... uh, Oh, yeah. Don't interrupt me. Don't interrupt me. (laughs) I'm drinking imported bush light.
0: (laughs) Imported from the forest.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's imported to the grocery store. (laughs) Yeah. Cheers.
0: Cheers. So um, yeah, I was gonna say like we went to high school together in um, in Cooper City down in Broward, Florida. What um, what made you guys move up to Sebring? Because I mean, I moved up to North Carolina recently, and you guys moved up to Sebring not that long ago. What made you guys move?
1: Um, Man, it's it's a whole story. But um, you remember Brandon Pointer, right?
0: I do remember Brandon. Brandon went to high school with us too. He was you know, I know you guys are pretty close.
1: Yeah, so we we've been pretty close for a long time. And uh, he moved up to Lake Placid, which is the next town down. Mm -hmm. And then he moved up to Sebring with his family and I would visit him since high school. So ever since high school, I'll try to come up at least twice a year to come see him. And we kept in touch every day. And um, so it just so happens that I kept coming up here. We would go riding four wheelers and dirt bikes out here in the woods and, um, you know, that's the history on, on how I've known about Sebring. But me coming up to Sebring, you know, we had a house out in Cooper City. And uh, I, had a fa- I had a business with my brother-in-law. And, um, you know, some things went south with the business. And, you know, I guess we had our differences and we split. Mm-hmm. So me and the wife packed up. We went to Louisiana. I went to go work with a friend out there for a week just to figure out what we're doing. And then on the way back down from Louisiana, we drove there. On the way back down, Brandon called us up, saying if we want to stop by for a birthday party for his kids. And uh, sure enough, you know, I mean, we're on the way down. So we uh, stopped in Sebring at the birthday party and he asked me, he goes, Hey, would you ever move to Sebring? And I'm like, well, I, you know what? We never really thought about it, but I just don't know what I'd do over here. But at the moment, like I didn't have the business going. I was completely unemployed. I had really nothing going. So Jen doesn't work. So, we're, you know, we kind of thought about it on the way home. But at the party, he was like, hey, you know, my grandma's thinking about selling her house in Seabrook. And I was like, really? <laughs> and it kind of sparked my interest because she has a nice piece of property. It's a one acre property with a nice size house. So I asked her, I asked Emma, hey, how much for your house? And she gave me the price and shoot, I thought it was a really good deal. So when we got home back in Cooper City, I posted, I made a post on Facebook asking what would be better to sell a house, you know, by a realtor or private owner. Because I was just throwing ideas out there. That's when the market was super crazy last year. You know, things are stupid. I, You know, you can sell a house for way more than what you got it for.
0: Oh yeah. It's even worse now, dude. Like we just got our house and it's way worse now. I was, that was my next question. Like, when did you guys actually move up there? Like, was it, was it dirt? Like that was probably at the start of the craziness.
1: It was a year and a half ago, but we didn't close till last April. Last April we closed on the house.
0: Holy hell. That's, I mean, wait, this past April, like a few months ago. No. Oh, you okay. All right. Well, For that one. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> last last april i it. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <last. laughs> so you know i posted up on facebook and my neighbor she messaged me and she's like are you thinking about selling your house and i'm like i was just putting out there i was just thinking about it like we didn't have anything concrete you know i didn't have the, we didn't have the business nothing was really going our way you know we just thought about relocating and starting fresh with a bigger house and such so she goes, well, my, my, my daughter's getting married this year and they need a house and you're the only one thinking about selling one. So, uh, I mean, i I kid you not, we just got back from town and I posted, I made that post that night and she's like, can we, co- can they come over tomorrow to look at your house? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I guess <laughs> I'm like, we got to clean this house up. And, uh, sure enough, they came over and, um, uh, they're like, we love it. How much do you want? And I'm like, "Uh, (laughs) uh, uh,
0: I need an adult. I have no (laughs) idea what I'm doing. (laughs)
1: $300,000. And they said, sure, sold. I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, I called up Brandon. I go, Brandon, I just sold my house. We just made like a verbal agreement, but we're going to the title company and getting everything written up. So uh, we're coming up. We'll be there in December. And, uh, sure enough, they had to like get his grandmother packed up get her out. And, uh, we rented the house until we were able to close on it. And, um, yeah, we closed. (laughs) It was crazy. So, (laughs) you know, we got up here because I don't know, things just worked out. That's it.
0: Now, how was it like how the transition from like, like for the move, how was that like on the boys? Oh,
1: (laughs) Oh, the kids loved
0: it. Yeah, not you. I don't give a shit about you and Jen. Like, how was it for the
1: <laughs> the move? Like, us packing up the truck and leaving was actually it was absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah, everybody was in tears. I mean, it was a very sad day. No doubt about it.
0: No yeah, we're it. we're going through that. Um, like, my daughter, like my son, isn't old enough. He doesn't know anything. Um, he's probably forgotten everything about Florida already. But my daughter, every single day, asks about her friends down south. Like it's she, and at first she like, right after we got this really big, beautiful home that me and Steph are absolutely in love with. And we're very aware of how lucky we are that we got this house. And then my daughter is like, I want to go back to Florida. I miss Florida. I miss my friends. I want to go, I want to go play, you know, at our friend's house next door. And like, it's every single day and it's still like, we've been in this house for two months already, two and a half months. And it's still every single day. Um, And it's it breaks my heart because I feel like I've taken her away from her friends like she doesn't understand yet that this is the right move for all of us. But it's it's rough on on her. But it's also, you know, did I screw her up?
1: (laughs) Um, No, you know what? I think the best thing, if I can give you any advice, just flood them with a bunch of activities, keep them busy and, you know, make it fun. You have to make it fun. Because, of course, they're going to miss some things about down south, but it's important for them to build a new community of friends. And you got to get the exposure, because if you don't, that's the only thing they're going to hold on to is, you know, what fun they had down there. Yeah. you Got to create new
0: fun. Create new fun. Yeah, I can. I can absolutely see that. And we're lucky enough that we like our neighbors, like um, their daughter is three weeks like their her birthday and ally's birthday are three weeks apart so like they've been hanging out there's another little girl on the other side of her so like they're they're gonna have a a real cool community of of you know friends and everything growing up and they and you know she's also made other friends too when we were living with stephanie's cousins um and she hasn't even started school yet so like i'm i'm hopeful for for that and then she starts soccer you know in the fall too when she starts school so i'm hopeful for that but um But I, I think that's a really great point is um, create new fun. Um, don't let her dwell on what was, but, you know, let her let her get excited about what could be.
1: Yeah, you know, it's they're going to flashback. I mean, kids do that, you know. Every time we visit down south, you know, the kids are always like, oh, you know, we miss it. And then we get back up here and they're on their four wheelers and the go-kart and they're flying. You
0: <laughs> they
1: can't do that in Cooper City, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, no, oh I mean you can you're just gonna get <laughs> arrested.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's like there's a lot of things we picked up up here, but I mean there's memories down there too. But still, I mean you just gotta you gotta get out there. You definitely just gotta, you know, let them have fun. And I mean it takes a while. It does, you know. We went through it. Everybody does. Transition yeah. transitioning locations is is a big it's a big deal. You know, it plays a lot of mental not issues, but it causes... I mean, it's a big transition. It's a big move. No doubt about it. Moving sucks, period.
0: Yeah. I mean, we we were very lucky that we were able to uh, like stay with her cousins. And we have her cousins and, and everything. But like, a large part of my family is still down south in Florida. They're actually closer to you. They're in Tampa. But we do have family up here. And it's nice to have that support system. And we get to see them, whereas we didn't get to see them all that often. And we love that. And we're very grateful that they helped us move up here because this is where we ultimately wanted to be. It's wild that we had never even been to North Carolina up until this past November, like seven months ago, eight months ago, we had never been here and we had already decided to move here. It was, you know, we just knew that it's, this is what we wanted. Like we wanted the kids to get seasons, but not flooded in snow, you know? So it's, um, and I think we made the right call. So I'm happy. It's just going to, you know, take some time getting used to it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm in
1: I'm in the middle of nowhere out here. I mean, it's a small, small town. It's totally different than the coop. Yeah. I mean that city life and country life's two different things. And I mean, it's great. I love it out here. I, I love the country. Jen was more of a city girl, you know. She was more of like I mean, that's all she knew. Yeah. And um
0: so how's Jen transitioning into that? Because I can hear the like the frogs and the wildlife through my headphones like I can hear it like you you're pretty from what I imagine like you're not on the street with a neighbor right next to you um
1: got neighbors they're old
0: (laughs) yeah I mean I got
1: old neighbors but I mean it's you walk outside you can see every constellation every moon or every star i mean it's different you know jen it took jen a little bit i mean the first six six months was really rough because you know what we moved and we went through a full remodel of the house Oh really? So between living in a remodel, full-on construction, I mean, it was it was crazy. And then being in a place you don't—I mean, it's stressful. I mean, if you want to really test your marriage, go remodel a house and live in it, and try to, <laughs> and do it yourself with her.
0: <laughs> and you did I mean, the remodeling yourself too. We
1: you did a good amount.
0: Good lord! You did a while while having three boys, and you know, it yeah. was a year and a half ago. Now your your youngest is is three he was a year and a half that's how old my boy is now hell no i would never do that
1: yeah it was um it was fun it was it was <laughs> no, it, it wasn't was you liar <laughs> yeah
0: yeah, I, yeah definitely challenging um and i'm i'm sure you guys are even stronger you know from it you guys have been together for a long time and you're finding new challenges to make your relationship better so that's awesome yeah
1: so how are you and step guys good
0: we are good still kissing yeah we kiss <laughs>
1: don't you go liar it's important <laughs> it's very important
0: we um we are certainly done with kids um ali is four and a half andrew's one and a half and we're we're done we made sure of that um but that's that's what we always wanted we only only wanted two kids man-to-man coverage um and and we were we were good with that i i wanted to ask you like i i got very used to having a girl uh and then once my son came around i felt like a a lot of things were different he's a little bit more um wild child not too bad but he's climbing stuff constantly and it's really annoying and i just like he's he started to stand and walk way earlier than allie ever did he just wanted to go and climb and get into stuff um now you have three boys what, was it just crazy the entire time and I, I can't believe you're oldest is, is you said nine right
1: at nine Good it's, Lord but um, well, you know boys are great I think they're easy they're definitely more high risk more prone to injury you know they do sketchy things you know mm-hmm. Just kind of have to go with the craziness you just ride with it you know and you gotta i I tell my kids all the time listen. If you're going to be stupid, you got to be tough. Yeah. So, you know, if you're going to, if you think jumping out of that tree is a good idea, if you fall and start crying, (laughs) don't tell me about it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, they learn, they do. And um, it's just, you just got to be along for the ride. That's it, man. (laughs) Got to hold on tight. I mean, boys are a different breed. Uh, You can have, I feel like, I don't know, I don't have any girls, so I can't tell you how girls are because I, I don't know how to act if I had a girl. I'd probably raise him like one of the boys. But, <laughs> but I mean, the kids go out, they touch bugs, they find stuff, they dig holes, they get dirty. They're super easy. I don't know. It's just Brandon's got three girls.
0: Brandon has three girls?
1: Yeah, Brando's got three girls. And uh, they're all, he had three under three. So
0: Oh, it was, good God.
1: It was back to back to back. So uh, wait, at,
0: are any of them twins?
1: No. Jesus Christ. I mean, looking at Brandon and raising girls, it's just it's totally different. It's totally different. Girls, I mean, I don't know, girls are girls. I guess it's princess stuff and pink. Which
0: which I admittedly I, I do enjoy. I've I've gotten really used to the unicorns and my daughter is now into like doing her own makeup and jewelry oh. and stuff. And oh. I, I I freaking love it. I really do. It's so cute. Oh, I really do. I'm I'm maybe no. I'm gonna be a horrible boy dad, but I'm gonna be an excellent girl dad because it's yeah. it's a lot of fun. I mean, that's all I know so far. I mean, yeah. We'll see how things change, especially now that she's gonna start like sports and everything. I'm not the sports guy by any means. She's starting soccer, which I know absolutely nothing about. Like I still like pick up a soccer ball. I I don't know. Like
1: <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I don't have a clue about soccer, and my kids are all about soccer. I mean, we're going on like season six, and I still don't know what's going on. I coached last year.
0: You coached soccer, and you have, and you know nothing about oh, it.
1: I co- I coached Julian's team, the five-year-olds or the six-year-olds. I coached his team. I had no clue what I was doing. We just had fun. <laughs> we won. Um, it was all good.
0: Well, that's that's a good um, that's something that I'm curious about, like. I mean, I know you have your own business over there and you kind of make your own hours and everything. So it's maybe there's a little bit more flexibility, but how do you find the time to do stuff like that? Like not only having soccer, but coaching and things like that. Like, I feel like I go to work and I come home, we have dinner, get to play for a little bit and then it's bedtime and Steph and I get maybe an hour show, maybe an hour and a half. And then we go to bed because we got to get up early. So, yeah. like, how do you find that that kind of time to, like, do those extracurricular things? Like, am I, I just out of shape and I'm just tired all the time?
1: I have no clue, dude. <laughs> I, work, I work part-time at Publix. I do part-time at Publix. I went back. And then I'm doing the detailing on the side. And then today, I just did a physical for fire department. So, I'm going to be joining the fire department team. But the volunteer... <laughs> the yeah. Fire
0: That's awesome. Good.
1: And to try to get my foot in the door. But honestly... If you want to
0: make time for anything,
1: you got to, I guess, just jot it down. If you don't write it down, you ain't going to get it in.
0: Yeah. Make time.
1: Yeah, you got to make time. So whatever you're saying yes to, you're saying no to something. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Do you feel like you're sacrificing like your own personal stuff? Like I don't have a lot of personal time. Like my personal time is doing this, doing the podcast and editing the show. And largely it's just, you know, re- you know having the interview, talking to a guest, like the editing I do you know at work on my lunch break like this is my time like i've given up video games for the most part like my daughter plays more video games than i do yeah and i don't really have that like thing for me anymore this is my thing for me so do you feel like you sacrifice more of like your own joe time mm,
1: i don't think i had much time in the beginning i mean like <laughs> ever since i had kids you know i mean i mean kids are a sacrifice you know yeah for sure I mean, if you're not sacrificing for them, I mean, what are you doing for them, you know? You're not so doing it right. to you got you to be less of yourself and more of them in order to be a good father. So, I mean, you kind of find out how selfish selfish you are until you have kids. Yeah. So, I mean, most importantly, I think, is not just making time for them or yourself, but for your wife. Cause you figure kids can consume a lot of your life and then you start getting separated from your wife. That's what, you know, me and Jen were going through for a minute. You know, it was, it was tough, you know, not going to lie because kids suck up a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Always constantly with them. And then you got to work and then, and then there's no you time and there's no together time. So you got to make sure you go on a date. How are you guys on dates over there?
0: right now we're in a, we're in a tough spot because I work Monday through Friday, um, during the day and Steph works, um, night shift Friday night, Saturday night at the hospital. So, you know, we have, um, Monday through Friday, our evenings together, like we have dinner together, we have, you know, we can watch a show after we put the kids to bed and we get to sleep in bed and at night together, um, Friday night and Saturday night when I'm off, um, and we can do something, she's at work. So our only time that we really get together outside of like the evenings after I get off of work is when she wakes up from, uh, from sleeping for a little bit at like 12 o'clock in the afternoon, um, on Sundays. So we get just a little bit of extra time. So it sucks. I'll, I'll be honest. It sucks. Um, and I, I, I can appreciate how, how we get some time off, like on a holiday, like 4th of July or something like the Memorial day, we get like those extra days off me those days off where she doesn't work and we can spend time together we could do stuff with the kids but still be together so our dating is shit right now and it sucks and we've been talking about that like we want to go out to a date and do just just us where we're not being asked the same question you know a hundred thousand times or having the littlest one scream constantly (laughs) it's just we want to have that you know us time so
1: yeah family out there you said
0: yeah, we do. And we have options. Like we have, um, Stephanie's cousins and they're, um, she, well, she's got two cousins and both of their wives. And, um, on one, one of those had they have, um, they have girls that, uh, that had babysit for us before, for us to like go to the movie theater or something like that. But, you know, I want to take her out to like a wine bar and, you know, listen to some jazz and on a patio somewhere right now, it's a little bit warm, but in a couple of months when it cools off and it's real nice evenings, that's um, exactly what I want to take her to, and it's. I agree, it's it's absolutely important to do that. Yeah, it was it was you two before it was the kids.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, we just me and Jen finally just went on our first trip together to Texas with no kids, and we were gone for like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and that was our first trip together alone since our honeymoon when we got married in two thousand eleven. Wow. Yeah. Great. (laughs) Day two, we're like asking each other questions. Like we didn't even know what to talk about. (laughs) It was like so bizarre. And we're talking about like, man, you know how crazy it is? Like there's got to be couples out there that, you know, are constantly with their kids and like they never get time for each other. And then when the kids finally leave the house, that's when they, the, you know, the married couple is just like, all right, well, I'm going to split Cause you don't even know each other after that. Yeah, And it's so like, it felt for real. I was like, man, that's that's crazy. Like I was just an eye opener that date nights are definitely important. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah. When the kids are gone, what's, what's left, you know, what what's left between the two of you. So you can't like fall in love and then drift apart for, you know, 18 years and then see if there's still something ne- there. No, you have to keep it together. Oh, for sure. So I noticed that there's a golf cart in that garage. Uh, That's one of the things that I always really wanted to get was a golf cart, but never got around to it. So, and you mentioned that like the boys do like four wheelers and dirt bikes and stuff like that. Are you constantly afraid that they're going to like hurt themselves? Cause I think, I feel like with my son, I I know that he's, he's going to break something eventually, but it sounds like uh, as they get a little bit older, you have a little bit more trust in them and. It's, I mean, dirt bikes oh. and four wheelers, I, f- I feel like are a lot worse than, you know, him just climbing up on, on the coffee you get, table.
1: <laughs> gotta take baby steps, you know, you gotta do it safely and teach them the right way. And, you know, start out small with like something electric and then work your way up. And then you can put a governor on the gas, wheel, set the speed and then just let them go wide open and they'll, f- they'll, they'll figure it out. They get scared. Yeah. You whip a four wheeler at 30 miles per hour and. Trying to make a U turn, I mean, something's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> they flipped it a couple of times, and yeah, it was scary, but they know not to do whatever they did again, so you
0: gotta fail so you learn. I mean, sometimes, sometimes you have to go to the hospital when you learn,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I bought like a, a golf cart office in my out here, sure enough. I mean. thought we were getting a good deal and then i had to change some stuff out and we ended up lifting it and making a monster car out of it It works good but it was you know just one of those learning curves out here
0: yeah i mean the the boys are are learning things and so are we we're still learning things even at 35 yeah you'll be 36 this year i'll be 36 and well as as of the time of this coming out in a couple weeks but um, oh really yeah
1: dude yeah i was in the kitchen the other day and I felt this pain shoot down from my back down my cheek. And I'm like, bro, chill out. Is this 35 right now? <laughs> 36. You get
0: really acquainted with your sciatic.
1: <laughs> my sciatic.
0: <laughs> you need a backyotomy. <laughs> <Bachyotomy. laughs> oh. I haven't gotten there yet. I haven't gotten like the, the pains and stuff like that. I don't I don't know if it's if I'm just lucky or if it's gonna all hit me as soon as 35 is gone. I don't know, but
1: yoga, it's not all that yoga you're doing
0: no i i it's not so much the yoga but more so the goats <laughs> they just step on the right spot to make me not hurt all the time <laughs> hey so with you being with
1: you living out there we'll change the subject with you guys being so far how are you guys working out holidays as far as spending time
0: as far as like family
1: yeah are, you, are they gonna be coming
0: up i don't really know um Will my family come up and visit me? Yeah, I really hope that they do. I really, I I mean, it's a long drive, but it's a fun, it's a you know, a fun trip to have them come up. Um, It's harder for me because I got the little ones, and that's it's a whole ordeal when you load them up and and you drive eight hours. Like we're going to Disney in November, and yes, Stephanie is excited about it, and the kids or my daughter is excited about it, but I'm just dreading doing that drive because I I don't like doing it, especially with the kids. Like we drove up here. And I had the kids by myself and yeah. Stephanie had the dog. So like we had to drive both cars. I, they're we like, who's taking the kids? I'm like, all right, well I'll take the kids. So um, I, I just, I hate doing that long car ride. I don't like driving to begin with and, you know, just having the kids in the car, just like screaming, crying and potty breaks and stuff like that. It's a pain in the ass. I don't, I'm not a fan, but yeah, it would be easier for them to come to us, but it is what it is. I, if, and we want to go down there too, back back down to Florida for stuff. But, and then on Stephanie's side, a lot of our families are already up here. Um, And the ones that aren't, they can fly. They don't mind flying, flying. They can come up here and and spend Christmas with us. It's significantly easier and, you know, more cost effective for them to come up here. So it's, it's not a huge deal. And thank God for technology where we can stay in touch with FaceTime and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, it's definitely, you know, it's like healthy boundaries at the same time. Don't have, people watching you the whole time and you got your privacy it's it's different
0: yeah
1: adjustment but things happen i guess
0: and we dealt with that for a long time with like who we're going to spend family like the holidays with like christmas eve we'll go and hang out with my family christmas day we'll be with her family and then you know it was kind of like not an issue of contention but like like on my side of the family like i didn't even realize it was happening but we were hanging out with like steph's side of the family a little bit more so and my side was just like, can we please see you this year for Christmas or something? And and I didn't even realize it was a thing. So it was more so about like being a father and a good husband, but not realizing that, you know, I'm still, you know, we have two sides of the family. So it, it was a completely blind thing that I missed. I didn't even realize it was happening until something, somebody was, you know, said something about it. So, I mean, we don't really have to deal with that all that much anymore or, we have to deal with it on a much larger scale so yeah but at the same time like i i would hope that they come up here like on on everybody because you know christmas time it's going to be you know 40 degrees or something as opposed to 90 degrees in florida like come yeah. up and enjoy the christmas season or thanksgiving fall come see the leaves change and stuff instead of palm trees and green all the time it gets boring
1: <laughs> so now where are you working at you said monday through friday
0: so I'm currently working for the town of Cary, um, which is uh, just outside Raleigh up here. Um, I really, really, really love the town. It's um, it's a little bit different. If if you ever watch Parks and Recreation, or if anybody out there gets the reference, um, the town that I work for is kind of like Eagleton. Like they have the money to do really awesome things, and they do it uh, very well. It's very um, eco friendly. It's very person centric. I really enjoy the town. Um I'm working currently in um 311 as a citizen advocate, um basically doing dispatch but for the town. So if anybody needs anything town service centric, um they call into 311 and I I do that. It's kind of like a call center sort of, but um I'm doing that currently. That was my um I was that was the job that I got um for when we moved up here. Um I do want to work somewhere else within the town. Some, I have a couple ideas for, you know, where my skills would be better. Something more in line with where my like education and, and degrees, excuse me, are. But to be continued, we'll see. We'll see what happens on that front.
1: Yeah, for sure. Cool, man. What, do you do, what are you guys doing for fun out there?
0: To be honest, not that much. Not yet. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to do. It's just really hard with um, if it was just my daughter or if Andrew was a little bit older. There's more stuff that we could do. Like there's a lot of beautiful greenways and trails that we could walk. Yeah. There's a lot of really cool festivals. Like, you know, barbecue is a cool thing up here. Like pimento cheese is really big up here for some reason. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's weird, but like there's an entire pimento cheese festival. That's huge. It's, it's weird. There's farmer's market, farmer's markets every week. There's a lot of really cool festivals and breweries and wineries. Like if you travel just outside, you know, take an hour to trip like where there's nothing there's some really cool like tuscan uh, winery areas that are really cool that Stephanie's been to I haven't gone yet but there's a lot of cool stuff to go and explore around here um but ultimately it's there's not a lot of time for us to do too much exploring and even like local stuff it's just hard with with Andrew being so young like he's a year and a half and I mean, he can walk and run, and all he wants to do is run into traffic or climb something he's not supposed to. So, it's oh,
1: take him with you anywhere.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough, but mel-
1: it's a melatonin a knockout. <laughs> That's what we call the nighttime gummy. Here, take your nighttime gummy. <laughs> like vitamin, vitamin. I think we're turning them into little fiends.
0: <laughs> Luckily, the kids are are pretty good. Like when it's when it's bedtime like they're out i'm a big proponent of having the kids on the schedule like you know six, six o'clock dinner seven bath you know i'm really you know big on scheduling like yes i understand things happen but i'm I'm big on scheduling and because of that the kids are go to bed at eight and eight thirty and they're asleep all night until seven or seven thirty sometimes eight o'clock
1: oh bragging are we what a brat you see bragging <laughs>
0: And that's not like that all the time. Like the other night, Andrew was up for no reason at all, all goddamn night. it was really, really annoying, but <laughs> it, ugh, it was a pain in the ass. But, um, but for the most part, the vast majority, like sticking that schedule, we've been, we've been very lucky with having the kids sleeping all night, not coming into our beds, not calling for us. Like, yes, they have the bad dreams occasionally, but for the vast majority, it's, it's been good. And, and that's, helped that's us like getting sleep and we're better with the kids all day because we're not miserable all day and tired
1: absolutely when you can get a kid out of your bed that's a win
0: yeah
1: and, claim your throne
0: yeah <laughs> i was and i always felt like the, the bed was for mommy and daddy no kids allowed in the bed and then i was immediately shown how much of an idiot i was for thinking that <laughs> like and then my, my daughter climbs into bed i'm like oh no let me cuddle with you you're you just, you're very soft.
1: What <laughs> <laughs> a sucker! Now I'm a sucker too. I'll sleep with the kids. I'll take turns each one. And, you know they're they're on your baby for so long, and then they grow up.
0: Yeah, and that's one of the things that gets to gets to me. Like I I am hesitant to take Andrew anywhere because he's so little and it's very difficult. Um, but then I'm like, he's only like Allie's only this age for so long. She's three and or four and a half. She's she would be fun to like go and and go and do different things but you know am am i gonna punish her and not do anything because andrew's so small i don't think that's fair either so i like to take them to like one of the brewers up here had like a their summer festival like just took them out there and it was just the heat it was just like in south florida so they got real real bored and real hot and pissed off real quick but i will say that it was a lot of fun having them uh see snow and like making snowballs and sledding and stuff like that so i'm excited to see that again stuff
1: oh yeah those memories are always good yeah (laughs) so is this your man cave you got going on
0: so this is the um what they call up here a bonus room essentially this is um a movie room um we don't really exactly know what we're going to do in here um the tv um and fridge (laughs) um the Xbox, Switch, and PlayStation are all hooked up to this TV. I don't ever get to play it because kids. Um, but Allie, my daughter, plays Animal Crossing all the time, and she's very happy, and she she loves it. Um, over here, all right, everybody out there listening, this does nothing for you. Sorry. But over here, Steph and I were talking about what we want to do with this room, like what would make sense for her, for us. Um, we were talking about like a ping pong table. and We are like, we'll probably never use it. Um, but we were thinking like a pinball machine that might be fun. Something like easy that like my daughter would like, um, maybe like an air hockey table, something like that. So this, is, this is going to be like the, when people come over, cause traditionally, like after the kids go to bed, we're going to be sitting on the couch in the family room, watching a show. And then we go to sleep. Um, not going to be a whole lot of time spent up here, but like when we have company over and like somewhere to you know play music and have fun. You know, we could watch a movie up here, yeah, or like play play games or whatever. This is where like the fun hangout room would be.
1: So, I and- drums in there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so now I, I know that um I remember when it was time to propose to Jen. Um, you reached out to Stephanie's dad to do that. Probably. Um, I already know the story, but anybody that's listening, i i I always really like that story, if you don't mind. Going into that, that'd be fun.
1: Yeah. So I reached out to Stephanie's dad because, so Stephanie's dad, because they were in a little neighborhood, Terra Vista, down the street from us. And we all lived in Rock Creek and we'd ride Go Pets, those little scooters with the gas motors on them. And we'd Mm -hmm. ride Rock Creek and Cooper City. And that's when they started being a problem. And he'd always get us on it. He'd always, like, if something should happen, he was always patrolling that area.
0: He was a A cop, cop. by the way.
1: Yeah, he was a cop. And I would always get pulled over or busted by him or one of his buddies. And, like, most of the time, well, all the time, he always let me off the hook. He was super chill, super easygoing. You know, we never really disrespected anybody back in the day. It was like, yes, sir, you know, you got it. And, you know, it came a time where, you know, I, I was out of trouble. I stayed out of trouble for a while. And when I was working at Publix there, I ran into him. I was like, Hugh, you know, listen, I'm getting married. I haven't been in trouble in a long time, and I need a big favor. And uh, I told him what I wanted to do. I wanted to set up – originally, I wanted to set up a high-speed chase. And he declined <laughs> that very quickly. To a high-speed chase in Rock Creek. Because <laughs> I wanted to put, like, a bag of flour in the truck and be like, Woo! I got Coke in the car. And now I was, wonder
0: why he declined this.
1: <laughs> I told him about the Coke, but I told him about the high speed chase. But the Coke would have just been, you know, for me and Jen in the car. But then I was like, what about just pull me over? You know, I put a camera in your car, I'll have a camera on my hat. And, um, you know, I want to propose to Jen. And so we set a date, and man, he made it work. You know, we texted back and forth, and I told Jen that, you know, when we got back together, because me and Jen were on and off for about, you know, four years. We are on and off. Oh, we I didn't know that. Pretty young. So we'd take our little breaks here and there or whatever. Anywho, this time, the last break we took, I bought a motorcycle. I bought a street bike, and um, we got back together. And I told her I'd sell the street bike, you know, and I'll use all that money for an engagement ring, whatever. But I saved up enough money to end up keeping the the, the street bike and buying it. So I told, I told her, I was like, shoot, I keep wanting to go outside. <laughs> so I told her, I go, listen, I'm going to go sell my street bike, my motorcycle. I want you to be there when I sell it. So she came with me in the truck. And uh, your father-in-law was, and Officer Bell, the cop from... School.
0: Oh, oh yes, yeah, I remember.
1: Yeah, what do you do? The drug thing? He was like the dare officer.
0: Yeah, I think so. He was a school resource officer, I think.
1: So they both were camping out in Rock Creek across from that park. We, we call that park Powerline Park. Yeah. So there's a little parking spot next to the uh, maintenance center. So they were camping out there, and I was doing like 45 past them. <laughs> so <laughs> Jen was like, oh my God, slow down, slow down, slow down. And I'm like, for what? And then sure enough, the cops, they came out and put their lights on and started flashing it. Well, backstory, I told Jen that I was selling guns. I was getting like AK-47s and and, uh, (laughs) other shotguns for cheap. And I was selling them. I told her, listen, I'm getting guns for cheap. I'm selling them for more. If you know anybody, let me know. So when the cops pulled up and they pulled us out of the car, your father-in-law, he was like, hey, Joe, so we got a report that you're selling guns and you have, might have guns in the car. And so Jen was like, instantly it clicked. She's like, oh, my God, this is for real. This guy is selling guns and we're about to get busted. <laughs> and Jen was freaking out. And so Officer Bell was talking to Jen and her back was uh, facing the truck. So she was looking She was looking the other way. She could not see what was going on. So me and uh, Officer Hugh, we're, we're getting everything ready. And uh, I was putting the camera on my hat. He had a camera on his dashboard, so he got it all from his car. And uh, I had the ring ready. And I got right behind her, and I, I was on my knee. And Officer Bell's like, "All right, man, you can turn around now." <laughs> and she walked right into it. <laughs> it was it was pretty classic.
0: That's awesome. I I that was I heard, I heard and saw that story. Um, that was pretty clever, and that was you know very well executed.
1: It was neat. It was fun. You know. It's on the motors and then we had an engagement party followed right after that my family was there some of her family was there we had a party at my parents house and then I think it was I think it was that year we I got I proposed in July or June no June June 27th I proposed and then um, that March the following March we got married okay yeah
0: how um how soon after high school was that like, like, was that? I mean, we graduated two thousand five.
1: So two thousand five, we graduated. We started. Me and Jen started dating two thousand seven,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then we got married two thousand eleven. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that much time.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty similar to Steph and I. You guys were just a couple of years ahead of us because we got together in oh nine and married in two
1: thousand fourteen. Guys, get married at.
0: We got married at the Hillcrest in Hollywood, which is no longer there. Apparently, they demolished a whole bunch. A whole bunch of that. that.
1: My aunt, my aunt, did your wedding.
0: Your aunt did our wedding.
1: Yeah, Carol. She's the wedding planner there.
0: Yes. Wow. I did not know that there was uh that that was your aunt. I had no idea.
1: Yeah, my family ran that place.
0: That's awesome. I had no idea. Like, I remember when we first went there, like like the the wedding planner like the coordinator um was familiar with like um Stephanie's family I think or something like that. I mean it's been a long time I don't really remember a lot of that. But wow, that's interesting. I had no idea that that was your aunt.
1: Yeah. One of my favorites. Yeah, she's pretty cool.
0: So yeah, they like we got married at Hillcrest. It's all you know, all since demolished from what I hear. So I've been I hadn't been over there in a while even when we were de- living down there, but I hadn't been over there, but I heard that it's all uh all gone now.
1: Yeah, yeah, they got rid of
0: it. It was old.
1: Yeah, uh, I bought it. They sold it, or whatever. Got bought out or whatever, and uh, I don't know. They just had other plans for it.
0: Yeah. Um, but everything came back around. Like we did like an after party at Murphy's Law, um, and that's not even there anymore either.
1: Oh yeah, that's gone.
0: Yeah, the the Oasis at Hard Rock, um, that's entirely gone now too. So <laughs> things fade away. But but Freddie and Stephanie endure. nice how long you guys been married uh this past um june no sorry this past um march was eight years for us nice yeah
1: so how's that going with kids
0: it's um it's difficult i mean i've I've been having um i think stephanie and i have both been having an issue with i mean andrew's at the age where it's very difficult like the year and a half where He's very cute and and everything, but he gets into stuff and he, he can't really communicate with you. And it's very difficult to tell him, Hey, don't pull your sister's hair. And then he does it anyway. And you know, how can you discipline him? He's only a year and a half. He doesn't understand. So you do the best you can.
1: Smack their hands.
0: Yeah. And, and I've been doing that. And I, I feel, I feel bad. Like, Like I smack his hand and he just gets upset. I'm like, well, don't do that. And then he, it doesn't seem to work. So I, I don't I don't know. Maybe it's takes time. I, I don't remember what it's like to have a year and a half year old. It's been a while. <laughs> um But I don't know. It's I mean it's I mean it's good. Steph and I are as we've always been. It's it's her and I against the world. We're we're very happy, her and I. We we're our relationship is as strong as it ever was. Um the kids try it. <laughs> the kids test us though.
1: That's good, man. That's important. I mean, man, it's so crazy these days. It's just like I guess when you make a big move like that too, and you got kids and when it ends up being just, you know, both of you, it's just, you, it's just you two, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Not many distractions after that. Yeah. You know, between that and the kids. And I mean, in the end, I mean, you gotta, you gotta fight, you know, it's a, you gotta fight for your marriage every day. Mm-hmm. At of- the end of the
0: day, like, like how you mentioned before, um, you know, it's, it's you, it's you guys together, you know, before kids, it's you guys after kids, just make sure that you still like each other when the kids are gone.
1: Yeah. Keep kissing each other.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, for sure.
0: All right. Well, Joe, I think I'm going to wrap things up tonight. It was a absolute pleasure catching up with you. Yeah, you too. I'm very happy to hear that you guys are doing well on your own. Um, that you got three great boys that you're from what it sounds like doing an excellent job raising. So, um i'm really happy to hear that you guys are doing well as i do with every show i like to give my guests the uh, opportunity to have the last word so anything that you'd like to leave our listeners with any last words that you may have let's hear them
1: uh here cheers to uh <clears throat> making things fun and exciting with your kids and uh if you're a parent be present make sure you're present because uh, without your presence i mean your kids are gonna be wild You know, money is not everything. Your time is more valuable.
0: To quote one of my absolute favorite movies of all time, no amount of money ever bought a single second of time. What movie is that? Avengers Endgame. I had to nerd it up a little bit. I'm sorry. But yeah, I agree. Spend the time. Be there with them. The time will go by and you'll never get it back.
1: Yeah, buddy.
0: Cheers, my friend. Cheers. Good night, Daddy. Good night, baby.